0: Hello and welcome everybody to this week's episode of Secret Life of a Hairstylist. I just wanted to take a moment to thank everybody for just like all the new people who have been reaching out to me or who I've been able to reach out to and connect with and I just I'm loving this community of hairstylists and especially with all these new apps coming out and uh, different things that are coming out that are making it so much more accessible and easy for us to be able to connect. I'm just really here for it. I'm loving it. So today I wanted to get into a different type of topic. So I really wanted to get into how to deal with negative reviews and I know we've all had at least one in our life we're all human we all deal with this and I, I know that it can be a really really emotional thing and so I just wanted to talk about this and kind of break down how to deal with a negative review how to react to it and how to utilize risk management in the best way possible for you and your business So without further ado, let's get started. I'm just a hairstylist. How am I supposed to be a photographer, a social media manager, a receptionist, a marketing manager, and an entrepreneur as well? Welcome to the Secret Life of a Hairstylist podcast where we shatter the term, I'm just a hairstylist and help inspire you behind the chair. I'm Samantha, and I'm a hairstylist, educator, and salon owner, and I want to help inspire you with tips from how to manage your social media, to how to sell retail, to how to continue a positive mindset, making you more money as a stylist. Every week, I will share my own experiences over the last 10 years, plus bring in amazing experts from all over the hair industry to share their secrets on success. So what do you say? Are you ready to challenge yourself, get inspired, and build your dream business behind the chair? Okay, so... I want to have you close your eyes for a second. And I know I've done this in other episodes. If you're driving, do not close your eyes. But if you're just sitting down, just close your eyes for a second and take a moment back, take a step back into when you had a bad review. And I really want you to remember how it made you feel, how it made you kind of want to curl up into a ball and go into bed and not talk to anybody and take a week vacation off of work and I just want you to kind of think about that feeling for a second and then I want you to stop. Just throw that fear out the window and let it be free. I want you to take that emotion out of what happened because the reality is, is that we have all, we're all human. We are all human and we all make mistakes. No matter what it is in life, we have made a mistake one way or another. And the same goes for our business, is that sometimes things happen that are out of our control or things that we were not aware of and that, you know, there might have been something else going on in our life in that moment and we had to think We had to shift our mind in a different way. And so I just want us to really, really take a moment and remember that time and how it made us feel and throw it out the window because we are human. We have all been there. We all make mistakes. Even the person sitting in your chair has made mistakes in their life. And so I want you to really just remember that the next time something happens and there is always a solution. so there's always a solution of a way that we can fix the problem a way that we can rectify it and make our client happy and so we just have to take that emotion out of it before we do anything or make any decisions because again we all make those mistakes and and there's always a solution to the problem so i just wanted to start with that get that out of the way before we get into the nitty gritty of how to really respond to those those things. So we're talking about risk management. Risk management is dealing with a risk and I know in today's world with like cancel culture and all these different things that are happening with social media that it is so much more likely and so much easier for people to be able to create a problem within our business and so we have to figure out how to control that risk and how to manage it so that we can move forward in our business and not let it affect us personally or emotionally or affect our business as a whole and we don't want it to get to the point where we have to shut down our business you know you don't want it to get to that extreme and there are ways to manage this risk. So again, talking about emotions, we have to put our feelings and emotions aside and put the professionalism of the business first. We have to put our business first and not let our emotions take over or it will run in a completely different direction. So I wanna go over the risk management formula. And this is something I'm uh, a member of with Honors, which is a great platform for anybody in the business segment or a business area um it's a great tool for learning from different business professionals and so I've been fortunate enough to be get get into the with honors program and there was a program with Tiffany civil who is a risk management provider person I don't even know what to call them but anyways she uh she deals with risk management in in companies and so her formula that she had shared was identify the risk plus accept the risk plus implement policies and monitor the risk equals risk management. So this is really, really important because we need to pinpoint where that risk is. We need to identify it. We need to understand and identify that there is a problem and that we need to find a solution or we do need to acknowledge it so that goes into the next one is we are accepting the risk we are acknowledging that there is a problem that we need to solve from there we are implementing policies this is probably the most important part because if we do not have policies in place in our business then every we we are going to have a different solution for every problem and every time something comes up we have to scramble to figure out how to deal with it so if we have these policies in place we know exactly how to deal with it in that moment and we don't have to spend hours upon hours trying to figure it out it will save us money it'll save us time and it will make way less of a headache at the end of the day so we're gonna go in and implement our policy so this could be things such as having a correction or like a redo policy Um, it could be whether or not the client has to pay for the color used or if the salon is covering it Um, there's policies on who is going to fix it Um, if a client asks if somebody else can fix it for them, then we know we have our policy in place for that and who, who's going to get that uh, money out of the service and even just having policies on our social media. So how we respond uh, do we have some quick email replies? Do we have one person that is in charge of responding? Little things like that, that will help keep it organized for when any sort of situation does arise. And at the end of the day, I can guarantee every business has dealt with it more than once. And so just, and you're going to continue to deal with it. So uh, just really having that that policies, those policies in place to to implement and, and make it really easy for you. The next is you're going to monitor your risk. So we're not just going to throw a response at them and leave it and be done. We have to monitor how it's going. Sometimes people will continue to leave bad reviews. Sometimes people will go on and start telling other people. They'll post in their stories. They'll do whatever it is and we have to monitor what is happening with that negative review because if we just leave it, there, the, the, there's a large possibility that they will go back and slam us again or uh, go in and respond with something else and we have to really monitor what is happening throughout that so that we can continue to follow up with them and make sure that they are happy with their service. So those are the biggest things with risk management is really following that formula to make sure that you have all of those policies in place. You know exactly what you need to do. You can identify it, accept it, move on, implement, and monitor the risk. So now we have to implement our policies. So Let's just say somebody has left a negative review on your Facebook page. How are we going to deal with this? And how are we going to minimize the risk that can come along with this? We want to first and foremost acknowledge publicly. You do not want to leave that bad review hanging in the wind because everybody goes to social media, either Google or Facebook, to check your reviews to see If they want to come to your salon if there are bad reviews and they're just left there that sends a wrong message so we really want to make sure that we acknowledge that we we have identified that there is a problem we're acknowledging it and then we are going to fix our problem so whether it be you know we're gonna learn from our mistakes and it doesn't have to be a long-winded thing you do not want to leave a solution on your public page you just want to say Thank you for responding. Thank you for leaving us a review. And we are going to... Or we're going to find a solution for the problem. And we will get back to you privately so that we can find a solution for you. So just nipping it in the butt. Letting them know that you have acknowledged that they have said something. You are thanking them. That is the biggest thing. Is make sure you thank them for leaving a review And then you're going to say that you will respond privately so that you guys can come up with a solution. So first, we're acknowledging it publicly. Next step, we're going to respond privately. And you have to do this within 24 hours. Even less than that would be amazing. So we don't want to leave them hanging knowing that we are going to respond, but then we just leave them hanging. Like that's not cool. So we're going to respond privately to them now you want to make sure again that you thank them for their time and for letting you know that you were unhappy with your hair next we're going to acknowledge that they are unhappy with their hair and that we understand and want to find a solution for them so give them some options Now, really assess and talk with a stylist that did their hair because at the end of the day, it's probably not the stylist that is responding to this. So really go in and make sure that you have a thorough conversation with the stylist to make sure you have every side of the story because for all you know that this stylist had a conversation with them saying that their hair was never going to get to that place and they understood that And now this person is going in on Facebook and saying they didn't get me to their, the the look that I wanted, right? So you have to make sure that you have a conversation with the stylist first about what happened and what the conversation was. Then you can go into the message and give them different options and let them know what the situation was. You want to make them feel happy. Do not attack them or make them feel like the victim you really want to make sure that they understand the whole conversation but you're not doing it in an attacking way so you have thanked them you have given them the situation and you have given them solutions not just one but give them a few solutions so different things like two or three solutions that can benefit them so then they have some options to play around with it might just be, you know what, the toner was a little bit too ashy, and within a few washes, it's gonna wash out. Maybe they just want to wait a few days or a week, see how it is, see if it brightens up, and then the problem is fixed that way. If not, then you're more than welcome to have them come in and we can redo the toner or whatever it might be so sometimes it's as simple simple as that type of solution otherwise if it's a whole other kind of problem then you might want to give them a few more solutions so that uh, you can rectify the situation with them or if it's like a bad haircut or something and then yeah of course we're gonna we're gonna go in and and fix that problem for them make sure that you have some dates available within the week even within a couple days so that they are not sitting at home getting more and more angry and like sitting in (laughs) sitting in their anger and uh, letting it fester so make sure that you can get them in as soon as possible even if you have to stay late or come in early to rectify the situation because at the end of the day you don't know who this person knows like I know this is something we always talk about as hairstylists is like nobody make a hairstylist angry because We know everybody, right? We're going to talk to everybody. You don't want to assume who this person knows. They could know a lot of people. So you really, really want to make sure that you keep this client happy so that they keep coming back. And then even if you made a mistake, they can say to their friends, you know what, they made a mistake, but they rectified it super quickly. They fixed it. They made me happy. It was a super, super great experience. So a lot of the times that's all it takes is Even if they didn't have a good experience the first time, you made sure that they were happy the second time and they will always remember that in the way that you handled that situation. So it's super, super important that we come up with that super quick and that we rectify it and nip it in the butt. Before you send out this response, please, please, please. Get somebody to review your response because at the end of the day, our emotions are still there. We are human. Our emotions are there, whether we throw it out the window or not. And so we really have to make sure that our response sounds the way we want it to and that it does not come across harsh or attacking because a lot of the times it will like nine out of 10 times it will sound like an attack because our emotions are in it and we're trying to not let that response sit there we want to respond to them as quickly as possible so you have to make sure that it sounds professional and that it sounds uh in their favor and not not in an attacking way so make sure that you um, have somebody review it. And I suggest getting somebody outside of the field because I have had times where I've got my business partner to review my responses. And I realized after I had sent it, I was like, he has the same emotions running through his brain right now as I do. So I have to get somebody like my sister or, you know, a family member to review it so that so that they have a completely different view of what is happening and there are no emotions put in in their brain on this situation so make sure you have somebody review it um, kind of a neutral third party so that you can make sure that it sounds good and that it is in a positive manner so again, we just really want to make sure that we have those policies in place for our staff, so that we know exactly how to deal with this problem when it happens. So whether that be, like I said before, we have a redo policy, we have a color uh, policy. So whoever is going to pay for the color, um, and and I mean the stylist or sorry the the client can still pay for the color if it was a matter of like it's not. Th- they had an idea of what they wanted but then they wanted to add something else into it then that's on the client's side right like that's their problem it wasn't something that we did so it might be just like okay yeah we can absolutely do that but i'm just gonna have to get you to pay for the color um, because this is just an added service we're putting in or uh if it was totally our fault then it might be the stylist or the salon paying for it whoever however you want to do your policy also, who's going to fix the problem? Because a lot of times, what happens is they ask for somebody else to fix the problem. They don't want to see that stylus, they don't feel comfortable with it. So, making sure that you have a policy in place for that. Um, one way that we do it in our salon is that if you, we always try to get the original stylist to do it because then they already know the hair and they've already done the service they've paid for it and all of that but if the client is adamant and does not want to see that stylist then we will have somebody else do it but the commission will be switched over to the other stylist because now it's taking time out of somebody else's books and if it was a problem that the stylist did not the original stylist didn't consult with them properly or whatever it was then that's on them right so we want to make sure that we are reimbursing the other stylist who is now taking time out of their day to fix the problem for somebody else so just being aware of the policies that you have in place for that as well the most important that i find is making sure if any problem arises that there's only one person dealing with this. So in my salon, I am the only one that deals with any problem. I have had stylists in the past deal with problems and it did not turn out well. So I, and I like nip that in the butt so quickly, you have to make sure that you have one person because they are the person that knows how to deal with the problems best. And Especially if the stylist who did the hair was the one who is responding to it, they might have so many more emotions going through their brain than, your, than the owner or whoever, the manager or whatever that's in charge of it. So you really want to make sure that um, you have that one person in charge of it as well as on like Instagram or anything, because I don't know, some salons might have more than one person that's in charge of their Instagram or has the password. So you really want to make sure that there is that one person and everybody is aware of who that person is that is dealing with those situations. If somebody has a, if one of the stylists has a client, message them privately, always try to communicate with your stylist. If there is a problem that arises, have them review it with the manager or the owner first though then you can come up with a solution together because again emotions do come into play so make sure that everybody is on the same page there is communication within the salon that happens and letting your stylist know too that you have their back because at the end of the end of the day it is. it does take a toll on on our stylists' emotions and on their mental health by having people leave a bad review or um, say negative things towards them so really just making sure as a salon owner or manager that you have their back you understand the situation and you're going to come up with a solution together so that you know they know for next time what to do differently right we're all human we all make mistakes and we all have to learn from them so making sure that you guys are all on the same page so i hope that this helped you guys with how to respond to bad reviews because again we all deal with them and the reality is it probably won't be the last time because we all make mistakes and i'm gonna keep saying it over and over and over again because it is the truth But I just want to leave you with this, that do not fester over it. Do not let it sit in, talk to somebody, whether it be your owner manager or colleague, and just talk to them about the problem. Talk to them about a way that you can come up with a solution. And because these things happen, we are all human and we all have to learn from it at the end of the day. So we really just want to make sure that we come out better on the other side and that we leave our clients happy. So hopefully this helped. Uh, if you have any other questions at all, please do not hesitate to ask, send me a DM on Instagram, secret life of a underscore hairstylist. I am always on there and I'm always ready to answer your questions. Um, if you could leave a review on this episode, that would be amazing. I would super, super appreciate it. Um, and don't leave a bad review after talking about bad reviews (laughs) on this whole episode. So I'm just kidding, but I would love if you could share this episode and uh, uh, let your friends know about it so that we can continue this podcast and uh, keep it growing. So until next time, have a great rest of the day and we will talk to you soon.